Okay, okay, everybody. Okay, quiet, everyone. Quiet, quiet. Grab your glasses. Pop your corks. The show is about to start. Welcome to the Flask at Hand, (laughs) the podcast that starts with whiskey and ends Ends with with knowledge. Wallace, I feel like waffles. I feel like that's (laughs) that's not the first time you've said that. Probably not. (laughs) I like the word waffles. So now, (laughs) as I always do, I'm going to introduce us to those who who don't don't know. Uh, us. Our special guest, Hannenberg, otherwise known as Hanny, yep. is a master painter who utilizes a special type of medium along with a patent pending paintbrush made out of pubes. His paintings range in theme from the whimsical to dark and foreboding. What is your favorite medium to paint with and where do you get your inspirato? It's blood. It's totally blood. I know it, isn't it? It's blood, isn't it? kind of blood? Virgin blood. (laughs) I'm so glad I don't actually have to answer this. People are jumping in for me. Where do you get all the pubes? That's for me to know and you to find out. Delicately collected, I I supply. (laughs) I supply. He's a supplier. So his... They grow back really fast. (laughs) He's got them Italian pubes. (laughs) He does, and, and, and it lends to a glorious palette of <laughs> shades of sadness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're soft. And regrets. <laughs> they're soft. I uh, they're soft. I use conditioner. <laughs> mane and tail. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the mane and tail with uh, was that lion's mane? <laughs> Carpet matches the pubes. <laughs> oh man, Ronnie Ronnie Piper is the prince of a tiny island in the South Pacific where the phenomenon of island gigantism occurs, which is, of course, where animals in isolation grow to incredible sizes because they can. There's room for them to get big. On a tiny island? On a tiny island, yeah. Animals? In isolation. A- animals, you know. What kind of animals? There might be dinosaurs. I don't mm, know. It could okay. be a Jurassic Park kind of. Large animals. You're the prince. I hope so. Tiny island. Uh, what is the name of your island, and what's your favorite animal to see in giant size? Wouldn't a pigeon be <laughs> amazing? so scary a large pigeon a large pigeon yeah Ooh. i'd say a large sloth <laughs> oh a large yeah. sloth did you sloth. did you say schloth but he said sloth <laughs> so sloth. yeah that's like a that's like a yeah I'm not, i don't know i don't know okay a really large sloth <laughs> would be scary it would yes. be scary have you seen sloth claws <laughs> yes yeah, oh, those yes. are huge yeah they're but super how crazy. slow they move and how big they'd be. It's like these big things. Those big old eyes. Well, yeah. Hopefully Aww. you'd have time to get away if you needed to. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Are they pretty cuddly? They are. Big old cuddly schlocks. Schlocks. Jake is a grave digger who's known for manually digging graves with rustic tools, despite having heavy equipment readily available and at his disposal. <laughs> He is also into long walks on the dike 
and playing a game he's dubbed <laughs> River Horseshoes, Don't which involves throwing knives at sticks stuck in the sand. Uh, Jake, I hear that you believe this will become an Olympic game at some point, and where do you record your scores? How? <laughs> if it ever becomes an Olympic game, I'm going to win. Do you know why? Why? Because nobody else fucking does this. <laughs> it's just me. How I record my scores is our, is I take my knife <laughs> and I find a dead fish on the fish. banks it's of like the river. Shot, but a fish. And every time I stick my knife into the stick in the sand on the side of the river, uh-huh. I take that same knife and I make an X in the side of the oh. dead fish. Oh. Yeah. So h- how do you collect those? I mean, those fish got to get kind of stinky after a while, right? No. Well, you just take a picture. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> and then you... <laughs> Better than putting it in your so pocket. You, so you don't like record it on your phone, but you take a picture of the fish with a mark on it. Right. I don't okay. record okay. it on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that's how fishboard. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah on a fishboard. Yeah, it's like a yeah. So if you, I mean, you could say the fish actually keep my score. <laughs> True. How Is efficient of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Is that where the phrase Points. "only the fish know"? What your true score is that's comes it. from? Yeah, actually. Nice. Leave it, it to is. the fish. Leave it to the fish. Leave it to the fish. Yeah. Nice. And I am Lindsay, your friendly neighborhood oil response oil spill response captain master. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> we did it. Bongo. <laughs> and tonight we will be talking about the quietest places on earth. Uh, we have whiskey tonight. Oh, yeah. Scottston. Scottston, 12-year-old. It is a Highland Single Malt Scotch. Highland Single Malt Scotch. Made by Stetson. <laughs> <laughs> For men. But yeah. it also says, the birthplace of Alexander Murray. That's where apparently Scottston is the birthplace of Alexander Murray. For those of you that don't know... Uh, who Alexander Murray is. I also don't know who he is, but I know that it's a company that is really well known for taking, uh, they're, they're an independent bottler, and they take whiskeys from all these distilleries from all over Scotland and come up with some really, really, really good stuff. So they're well known for that. And actually, the not the last episode, but episode before the last episode, we had the Trader Joe's Highland Single Malt, mm-hmm. uh, and that was an Alexander Murray. So the Alexander Murray actually is the bottler for Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. but we still don't know what where the whiskey came from because uh, they now keep Scottson. that. Scottson. Well, right? that's where Maybe? Alexander Murray yes. came from, like the oh, person. Okay, but um, so we don't know. Uh, mm. But this whiskey, we do know it's Scottston, and it we don't. It's twelve year. Oh, it is bottled by Alexander Murray. Is it? Oh, yeah. it's the birthplace. Ta-da! And yeah, it is bottled by Alexander Murray, so we don't know where it's from. We're really uh, good at researching the whiskey Scottsdale, we're going to drink, guys. Scottsdale, <laughs> clearly. Uh, clearly. Oh, it says some shit on the back. We kind of like to, yeah. to do it's it on the fly. Scottsdale's a town. In the heart of Abenshire, on the outskirts of the small farming town of Teriff, lies Scottsdale, the birthplace Aye. of Alexander Murray, Highland barley farmer and inspirational figurehead 
of Alexander Murray <laughs> and Company Scotch Whiskey merchants and <laughs> exporters. Holy shit, dude. Can we have a shorter name for your company? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, this fine Highland single malt has spent 12 years in oak casks. The result is a whiskey that is golden in color, which is the color of every whiskey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says, with sweet floral aromas, well-rounded and elegant. I thought it said elephant for a second. <laughs> well-rounded a well-rounded elephant, yes. <laughs> well-rounded and elegant on the Tastes palate. Like delivers tusks. a long, mellow finish. So I'm excited. Yeah. Me too. Cork pop. Um, yeah. Let's hear it. Oh, hey, there it is. Opa. <laughs> the cork back in. I haven't <laughs> done that in a while. <laughs> okay, everyone's got a little bit of Scottston 12-year-old Highland single malt. Scotch whiskey, bottled by Alexander Murray. Let's see what we got in the nose. Fruity. Very Ooh. ripe fruit, cherries. Walnut. Maybe like roses or something. Like some Very type floral. of dried floral. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely the the floral notes, like they oh, said. Oh man, it smells so soft. Apricot. Mm-hmm. Ooh, apricot. apricot. That's a good. That's yeah. a good call yep. there. Stone oh, yeah. fruit. Thank you. Like you know, not not sour citrus, but sweet. Yep. Sweet. Mm. God, it smells really, really it good. It smells really good. It does. I actually just started salivating. <laughs> <laughs> Salivation, no more breathing. <laughs> Can't wait till I drink this whiskey. <laughs> some kind of candies, raisins. like some yeah. kind of. It reminds raisins. me of some kind of candies. It smells. It candy smells like raisins? Christmas bread candies. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah, like uh, fruitcake candies. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever the little little candies and the fruitcakes are. That's oh, what it fucking. Yeah. They're horrible like. on their own, but in in whiskey, delicious. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 All right, and the toast. All right, friends, and the toast. Silence isn't empty; it's full of answers. I don't know if that's a toast or not, but it is. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't even hear what you said. Can we drink to it? That's a toast. Whereas silence is golden, <laughs> but answers are platinum. The motherfucker. Oh. It's amazing. Mm, bananas. Bananas, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Very plantainy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tropical. Ri- yeah, the richness of tropical. Mm. I get I get some of the like the to- I mean, I know you got some pipe smoke going, but I get some tobacco out of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like the smell better than the taste. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is a little ethanol-y on the taste. It's weird. It's like it makes my mouth dry. Yeah. Do you guys get in that? It's yeah. really it weird. It is dry. Yeah. It's super dry. Yeah. So it's kind of tannic. I'd call this one Sucker Punch. Ooh. I love that movie. That is a good, good one. Movie. We just mm. were saying that. Yeah. Yeah. One to 100? I give it a banana. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay scale, banana. That's just that's it? <laughs> yep. Banana? Kay. Just banana. <laughs> uh... 69. Went for it. Yes, I did. <laughs> Went for it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what it is, but it smelled amazing. I'm not super impressed with the flavor. I actually think the Trader Joe's Alexander Murray was much, much better than yeah. this stuff. And, uh, I have to do a blind taste test on that. Yeah. We should. We should. I don't think I have any. I think I finished up that bottle. Yeah. But I can see it on the shelf. It's oh, empty. it's up there. It's empty. <laughs> <laughs> then you guys have done your job. There's a, there's a little it's bit. Pretty empty. You should uh, you should do one. We'll do a taste it. test in a second. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't even know what the fuck's here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a 65. And I don't think I've ever given a Highland Scotch that no. low of a score. And I'm not saying it's terrible because it's not. 
It might just be my mood. I don't know. I just I, think it's I just good. noticed something. I like it. The Trader Joe's has bottle? the exact same top. And the Scottsdale bottle? Mm-hmm. They're probably really exactly similar. Not same. only are they the same exact glass bottle, but they have the same wrapping around the top. Not oh, not just the same now color, but the now exact we have to do a taste same. Test. Yeah, uh, now we have to do a yeah, taste that's, test. This is what well, that one's a what's Trader the Trader? Ten years? Ten year old? Yeah. Twelve year Interesting. They might be really similar. That is the same whiskey. Oh, I bet shit. you anything. Wait, I bet you not because I really like this Trader Joe's try whiskey. Try it again. Try it again. Oh, here. Wait, I gotta wait, read the back of it. I gotta do a blind taste test. Oh see, yeah, yeah. See yeah. if you can. Here, we need another glass. Okay, so here in front of me we have two shot glasses. One is filled with the Scotston 12-year-old, and one is filled with the Trader Joe's uh, Highland Scotch 10-year-old, both bottled by Alexander Murray, both in the same bottle, both <laughs> strangely with the same foil tops. With the same font and everything. And I head. had said exactly. that the 12-year-old Scotston wasn't as good as the 10-year-old Trader Joe's version of both Alexander Murray bottled whiskeys. So we're going to try. Now I can see already. Maybe a little difference in color? Not that really. they look Not exactly much. the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty close to the same. Yeah. It's, uh, it might just be the glass that makes the one on the, the round ones. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember which uh, yeah, you it? Okay. If I were to guess which one is by looking at it, I'd say this is the Trader Joe's and this is the Scottston. Okay. I already tell you that the alligator shot glass is the Trader Joe's. You haven't tried it yet. I know, but I can smell it. It's oh, different. just in the smell? You have to do a blind uh, taste test. He doesn't know, no. Okay. <laughs> and if you could only see, Jake has the smallest water bottle on the planet out. It's, um, <laughs> it's cute. It's condensed. It's not much it's bigger than the shot glass. For my kids' lunches. <laughs> it is the size of a shot glass. We do waters instead of sugar-filled uh, juices. I think this is the Trader Joe's in the square shot glass. Is that your final answer? Yes. You're wrong. Fuck! <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's the they're so similar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're the same whiskey. <laughs> mm. Marketing tactic. Yeah. So, topic of the day. Right. Quietest places on earth. I guess we'll just dive right Don't in. Right in. But first. So. I but first. Else we were Always but first. Oh, I did want to say before we get into the topic that um, you can go to our website, the Flask at Hand Podcast. Dot com, uh, there you will see all of our 1 to 100 scores of all the whiskeys we have reviewed on this show. Um, also, there are links to AMH Custom Craft Thank you. and Funky's Hot Sauce. So if you guys haven't been able to check that stuff out yet, go to our website, click on the links, take you right there. It's real easy. Um, and you're missing out on a world of flavor if you don't have Funky's Hot Sauce. Definitely. It's such a bummer for you. It's really good stuff, and, and we don't even – I mean – yeah, just we don't eat food without it. Really, we don't, <laughs> we don't even eat food. We just Funky's hot sauce. We just eat Funky's hot sauce. We don't even eat food. It's it's, it's all you need. <laughs> um, okay, and we have uh, we'll put up the video we soon. But we um, had a winner of the raffle that we did with AMH Custom Craft and Aaron here with this beautiful knife that he made. Blake won the knife and won the glass. Woo! Yeah, way to go, Blake. And thank you for everybody who participated in it. Yes. yes. Thank you for everybody yes. who participated. So that money will so go cool. to uh, the or remains of that. Wacom. <laughs> uh, Humane Society? Humane. What about his Humane? <laughs> yeah. The Wacom Humane Society will receive 
that in some way, shape, or form. We've messaged them, and they'll let us know how best to donate that to them. So thank you, everybody. That was a lot of fun. And really mostly thank you, Aaron. Yes. For providing that incredibly awesome knife for the raffle and raising that money. And Christmas is coming up kind of soonish now. And his site is super good for that stuff don't get your dad fucking socks this year get him a knife from amh custom craft he'll like him a lot more yes absolutely as a matter of fact i'm going to be making a uh, discount code especially for flask and hand listeners which will be good for a certain discount on anything in my shop oh that's awesome thank you so if you're a sorry sad sack that listens to this podcast you can get cool shit for less money uh this christmas for your family or friends or enemies. Or enemies. Or enemies. Or yourself. Or get it for yourself. I'll make a dysfunctional knife for you yeah. enemies. <laughs> and if you would please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a uh, review. Yes. That would please. be amazing. So tonight, the quietest places on earth. And I will start this one out with something called an anechoic chamber. Has anybody ever heard about an anechoic chamber? No, tell us. <laughs> I was talking to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's a anechoic chamber in Orfield Laboratories in Minnesota, and up until 2015, it was dubbed the quietest place on earth, the quietest place on earth, uh, Guinness Book of World Records type thing. It's a completely silent room that absorbs 99.99% of all sound. Um, this place is <laughs> is so silent that the background noise is measured in negative decibels, negative 9.4 decibels to be exact. So one of the ways to measure sound, obviously, is decibels. And negative decibels, when I first read this, I was like, well, that's crazy. What does that even mean? How, how can you measure something that you can't hear? There's a threshold of hearing, and it starts at zero and, you know, goes up to, like, 200, 190, 200. That's the decibel range. And zero is the limit of hearing that we can hear without any help. So human hearing, it starts at zero. And the death threshold is like 190, 185 to 200 decibels. Whoa. So that can kill you if you have too much of... That's so crazy to think you can die from it. Right. Like fireworks is right around 150 decibels. And it's considered intolerable on the scale. Like prolonged... Exposure. Thank you. Prolonged exposure. Words I fucking are, can't words think are right mm-hmm. now. They are. Prolonged, yeah. prolonged exposure to something like that can really hurt you. Mm-hmm. About 130 decibels is the threshold of pain. So that's when you'll feel physical pain from sound. I felt that before, for sure. So just real quick, before I get back into the actual room, um, decibels are similar to the Celsius scale in the sense that it sets at zero. Okay. Right? So as like the freezing point of water does with Celsius. So Celsius... Zero is the freezing point of water. Mm-hmm. Anything negative, anything below that is below freezing. Anything above that is got it. Not freezing. Not frozen. Decibels are measured the same way. The negative nine point four decibels that is measured in this room, we can't hear that ourselves because it's below zero. We can't hear below zero. Anything below zero, we can't hear. What about what dogs can hear? I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. a good question. It says they hear between negative 5 and negative 15 on average. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it means they can hear sounds that are not loud enough for our ears. That's just another point of perspective. So if you put yeah. a dog in the 
anechoic chamber. They'd still hear stuff. They'd still hear stuff outside. Huh, that's wild. So basically, just to break it down, zero decibels means that you are right at the threshold of human hearing. So you can't hear anything below that. A positive decibel uh, means that sound is a few times louder than the threshold. So anyway, so after a few minutes in the chamber, you'll begin to hear your own heartbeat. Uh, But if you stick it out a little longer in that chamber, you'll start to hear your own blood flowing and bones grinding. Gosh. I mean, just like moving around. You'll hear your bones grinding and you'll hear your blood flowing. Are bones always grinding? They're supposed to be grinding? Mine are. I know that. Oh, man. That's terrible. But But in the chamber, you become the sound. Mm, That's a trip. So the only sound that you can hear in the chamber is coming from your body. Weird. And it gets louder the older we get. Yeah, it does. Yes. <laughs> it does. So they, uh, they they use these chambers, and there's a few around, and I'll talk about the, there's one in Washington State, actually, that is now the quietest place on Earth. It's uh, Microsoft in Re- and, uh, Redmond, oh, actually, built an anechoic chamber that is the, that's now the quietest mm-hmm. since 2015. But manufacturers use this lab for product <laughs> testing and development. So companies like Harley Davidson use the lab to create quieter. Ooh, that was very nice. Quieter uh, motorcycles. They put the motorcycles in the quiet chamber. Yeah, but they they they're trying to create quieter bikes that still sound like Harley's. Oh, what? Yeah, so they still have the Harley sound, but they want to bring the decibel level down on them so they don't like hurt people's Mm -hmm. ears. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Other products like LED displays are tested to make sure their volume is not too loud. Apparently. When you get so many LEDs together, they have some frequency of sound that can really fuck really? your ears oh. up. Yeah. And NASA um, uses similar labs to test its astronauts, given that space is right. literally the quietest place ever. Right. Because it's a fucking vacuum. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the chamber. Then they actually, people will pay to go sit in the chamber for a certain amount of time. So it's cost. You can go like tourists can go there and be like, I want to do like a half hour. There's, there's a challenge that if you can stay in there for this long, then you beat the challenge. You get like a I fucking. Say most, they said most people don't make it past like 45 minutes or something. Yeah, I think a half hour That's is a like. a long time to yeah. be without sound. It just um, drives you nuts though. But so they say long enough in there. Well, actually, you if you're going to be, if you can, let's see, what was it? You can be in there for more than. 45 minutes or half hour you you have to sit down because you get wobbly there's no sound there's no like perceptual cues right so you can fall over yeah Mm -hmm. because you don't because you can't hear anything and they make you sit down so it says there's three normal options for tours three different lengths of time I want to know about the abnormal ones. <laughs> yeah, what are the abnormal ones? But let's talk about like, the normal ones. Like, can you do it in the chamber? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> and would you like end up on the ceiling when you're done? <laughs> yeah. What's the? Just hearing your bones creak while you do it. Like, I'm sorry, honey. Which I don't bones? Think I can do which this. bones? <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> I can hear your blood. It says a minimum time for it's the. It's distracting <laughs> to my concentration <laughs> of. Uh, the sound of your blinking is. <laughs> <laughs> Could you fucking imagine though? Like you can't hear fucking anything. Wait, 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 wait. Have any of you guys experienced such a quietude that it drives you nuts? That's what they say will happen if you're in there. If you're in there long enough, they say it'll drive yeah. you nuts. I read that the the one the first one that they had. That I never have. Mini- no. Minneapolis. Where was the other one? The yeah, Min- in Redmond here in or, Washington. Or that's the, the newest the one. But what was the one, one before that in Minneapolis? Minneapolis. Yeah, Orfield. 
I read that that one, the longest anybody's ever stayed in there was 55 minutes. One hour. Wow. It, yeah, or, well, yeah, I read they couldn't even hit. Nobody's ever hit an hour. No okay. one's been able to hit an hour. Yep. Like, just before. Five minutes till. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. And then now this. $600 to do that, ch- per hour to do that challenge. Well, oh, fuck that. You pay, you pay to do that? Or they you pay, pay to go crazy? No, cr- you pay you, that. You pay to go crazy? Yeah. No, thanks. Good grief. I could do that on my own for free. But I guess that's Crazy. it. Just the, I didn't know these, awesome. these places existed. I didn't either. It'd be really cool to check it out, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be just to have that experience. But anyway, that was my fucking I rambling. Oh, yeah. Who knows? So, well, who's going next? Let's see. Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> I looked at Lindsay when I said that because <laughs> <laughs> there's two Aaron's here tonight. Oh. I, we forgot to really mention that we have our special guest Aaron oh, Hannenberg from AMH Custom Craft tonight <laughs> because we Hi. did the we did the drawing tonight for the winner of yes, that raffle. So we, Aaron's here with us tonight. I know you probably figured that out by now because Lindsay introduced Aaron. But <laughs> we um, also just like to pepper him into shows whenever we feel like it. So oh. <laughs> I'm agreeable. They're talking yeah. about me. <laughs> yeah, <they're> talking, <laughs> they like to pepper me in whenever they feel like it. <laughs> You're very even though I'm one of the fucking host. <laughs> I just looked like, at like, oh my yeah, Aaron's here. You you got anything to say? <laughs> no? okay. So Hannenberg, what do you have for us tonight? <laughs> do you know what the fear of silence is called? Is a phobia? Shut up, a phobia. Shut up, shut up, a phobia. Shut up, a phobia. Shut up, a phobia. Shishimophobia. Close, close. It's I believe it's like sedatophobia. Sedate is Greek for silent. Weird. So it's a fear of silence, and people experience this uh, possibly from a young age. These guys have the giggles. Hang on. <laughs> it's all good. It's just all like good. cholo spiders from last <laughs> cholo episode. Cholo spiders. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the cholo spiders. <laughs> Did best. you send her the text that I sent yeah, you about the cholo? Yeah. Cho- oh, yeah. That was amazing. Spider cholo. <laughs> so weird that hap- that like, you came across that. that is so too. weird. <laughs> hey, there's a n- lid for every pot. <laughs> that is true. Wow. Yes. How profound. So, fear of silence. Have you ever been around people like you're telling Never. a story? <laughs> Congratulations. Just this is people. your first time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> people where you're telling a story and everybody's quiet. And you're telling the story and you're trying to build up to a moment. And all of a sudden, someone's like, just like that. Just like that. And they break the silence like you're building up to an intense moment and somebody just bursts through. They may have sedatophobia. They can't handle the silence. Hmm. They can't handle the silence because there's a possibility that uh, somewhere in their psyche, somewhere in their past. A clown might kill them if it's silent. That's what they think. That might be. They might choke on a balloon. One of those weird things. If it's silent, they like choke on a balloons? balloon. Who hasn't choked know. on a balloon, though? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Sorry to cut you off. So anyway. Not at all. They don't like it. So you you were saying that the kids in your class uh, oftentimes will be sedatophobes. Yes. So that's something that happens in mm-hmm. classrooms, especially like when teachers call for absolute silence. It's very difficult for many students to be absolutely still because... Silence can be terrifying. I was scared there for a second. <laughs> I saw it in it your eyes. It can be deadly can... even. Okay, so why is it deadly? <laughs> like, So there's a primeval <laughs> thing that goes on in our brains. Like, If it's silent, that means something's about to attack. Mm. Or there's a boogeyman in the shadows. Or a very oh. stinky fart. <laughs> and that's yeah. as bad as a boogeyman. So oh. if you are... 
uncomfortable with silence, you might have sedatophobia, which is pretty common. If you're uncomfortable with silence, uh, that's totally normal and uh, that's something to be embarrassed about. <laughs> Unless it's a silent but deadly fart, <laughs> in which case everyone will suffer. Uh, if you can dream it, you can steam it. That's what I always say. You can Cleveland steam it. Anyway. Anyway. Sedatophobia. <laughs> All right. Sedatophobia. What yeah, else you the, got? The fear of... Yeah, we're bored. What's, <laughs> what's the other thing yeah, we're going to talk about? You had something else. You had something else. I, was I, I don't remember now. Did you have something else? I thought so. It's too quiet. I feel like somebody needs to burp really loud. Okay, so sure. see what just happened right there is that took less than two seconds for somebody like to break the silence. Yeah, that was me. So Sorry. why don't you like silence? I think he's pretty good at silence, actually, which is funny. <laughs> we can drive for like an hour without saying anything to each other. Well, no, because she talks all the time. <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Let's, right. let's, this is hey. not fucking marriage counseling. Right? <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. Let, let, let's roll it back. Like if you're taking a road trip. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. I'll just slip Jake a hundred. He he'll take my side. So yeah, like uh, going on a road trip, being in the car. If nobody talks, there's still noise. One of the things uh, that researchers have discovered is in our current technological age. In other words, since like 1994, 1995, we are used to having uh, certain electronical noises around us stimuli yeah stimuli so electronical we should all just make static noise for the rest of the show we should <laughs> i'm running out of breath and now into our next segment that's where the, what, what was the rest of that thought though? just silence for the next half hour <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that'd be brilliant yeah, that'd be like, like some annie kaufman shit like, they're like the fucking the time's still going <laughs> What is happening? Yeah, turning up. <laughs> it reminds me of that. Did you listen to that Sofa King one? Oh, that God. Y2K one? I was like uh, listening to it, and I was like about 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah, about 10 <laughs> minutes in. I'm like, ten, are they going to fucking 10 minutes, <laughs> 10 fucking minutes. You have patience, They got man. me. I was like, okay, they're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that with like the secret song on albums, and you just let it play, and you're like, oh, I heard there's a secret song, and then it's just shit. <laughs> okay like making like tool does that all the time for instance days of the new has has one that's called the boner track and <laughs> i've always loved that <laughs> it's not a good song but it's did it leave you kind of but it's called the boner but it's called the boner track so i really like that okay sorry Aaron. oh it's fine <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're just fitting me in this what? week ronnie what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's every week what do you what do you have tonight oh. ronnie well, at least it's weekly. Should I start <laughs> calling you Ronnie? I feel it's weird because I know all your friends call you Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> just took a drink when you said that. Aaron. Yes. <laughs> yes, friend. <laughs> what do you have for us tonight? Quite a spot in the U.S., it is the whole River Valley. The quiet. Whoa, really? <laughs> Wait, the quietest natural spot. Natural spot. Not room. Not a natural spot in the U.S. So H-O-H. I'm assuming it's Ho. Yeah. River Valley. <gasps> Isn't that in Washington? <laughs> <laughs> it is located in Washington State. At the Peninsula? Olympic National Park. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Been yeah. there. Right Been there. there. So it's one of the temperate rainforests in the United States. Uh, the... 
lichen, lichen, shrouded trees, lichen, lichen, shrouded mm-hmm. trees, and fungus-covered logs make it one of the most complex ecosystems in the world. Whoa! Yeah, the Olympic National Rainforest, right? Yep. Yeah. So, according to acoustic ecologists, don't Gordon, want that title, yeah. dude. Yeah. Right. Gordon. A-A. Gordon Hempton. No, ecologist. A-A. Wait, wait. Gordon Hempton. Gordon Hempton. Know him? <laughs> Not as well as I'd like to. <laughs> Great. According to him, it's, it is home to the quietest natural spot in the contiguous 48 states. So in 1984, when Hempton set out to find the quietest spots on the planet, he found that 21 of those were in Washington Washington what? State alone. No way. That's out wild. Of how, many, how many did he find? Or was it? 21. He found 21. We, 21 mean, here. Of, yeah, here. But here. How? 21 of the quietest places in out the U.S.? Many? 21 of however many Whoa, okay. he found were here in Washington State. That's a lot alone. of spots. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Hmm. But just a decade later, just three of those spots remained due to all, you know, infrastructure, the road traffic. And, oh, sure. Yeah, and, building, and the main right? cause, build, which build, was build. jet traffic. Oh, really? So he says that is why there's not a single square inch of silence is left in the continent of Europe is because there's too many airplanes. Oh. So he started uh, He started a project, and it's called the One Square Inch of Silence Project. So the visitors must be able to expect at least 15 minutes of silence during daylight hours. He has only documented about a dozen such places in the U.S. Uh, the quietest is right in his backyard. So, uh, like it's literally, a, yeah, like three miles. So he's saying that in order to, for it to qualify, you need to be able to be there for fifteen minutes. Fifteen in minutes in complete silence. Okay, yeah, at least. Okay, yeah, for it to qualify. So it's a moss-covered log, roughly three miles up the Ho River Trail in the Olympic National Forest. In the Olympic National Park, is the only wilderness area in the U.S. that is uncrossed by highways and far from most commercial. Wait, it's the only right. one in the U.S.? Yeah. We, dude, we live in a seriously cool fucking place. Yeah. Like this, uh, I know, I mean, I've been out there. I, I used to do a coast hike from Rialto up to Sandpoint, mm-hmm. Lake Ozette, and that's just that's just west of where you're talking about, Libby yeah. National Forest. West, westward Ho? It's just west yeah. from Ho, <laughs> the Ho River Valley. <laughs> we may even cross the Ho River at some point on that hike, but- the more and more, like I didn't like I didn't know what you were gonna do tonight, and this is what I love about this show is like I'm learning something right now, ah, and it's really cool. really cool because this state, I will tell people all the time, I'll I won't move anywhere, I won't go anywhere else, I won't. Why would I? Right. Why would I go? We got rivers, lakes, ocean, mountains, desert. I mean, and <laughs> you got, you know, all the seasons, and the quietest like places. actually Probably all the aliens. seasons. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like that's really fucking Probably cool because the United States. Like this, this continent is huge, and the fact that I bet there's some in Canada that oh, yeah. are, are because there's so much remoteness Canada, in Canada. Right. You go just north of yep. like if you go into BC from our border, like anything like 20 feet north of there is like wilderness across the, <laughs> the country of Canada. Yeah, like seriously, Crazy. like half of Canada is just fucking barren wasteland and will or and or wilderness, but. That's fucking cool. Yeah. It's right here. You know what's That's really cool. weird is that the quietest anechoic chamber, chamber mm-hmm. in the world is in Redmond, Washington. Yeah. 
Yeah. What the fuck, man? We're super quiet. We're the quietest state. That's probably why Sasquatch ever. lives here. I would say. <laughs> I would say, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so sorry, man. It's just, it no, just, it's hit it, me. It's hit me, dude. Like fucking yeah. Washington State's dope. Yeah. That was about it. I, I mean, he's obviously worried that's not going to last that much longer just because how fast everything's growing and because of SeaTac, it's mm-hmm. one of the fastest growing airports in the world actually SeaTac, for those of you that don't know that live in like other countries and listen to this show is the seattle tacoma international airport yeah we call it SeaTac for short here seattle tacoma so he's worried that in not that long a time it's you know it it might not be one of the quietest places so but so he's trying to have like petitions signed and all this stuff to protect it so planes sure can't you know, fly over it. Oh, stuff. really? Yeah. No mm-hmm. shit. Huh. Yeah. That's really cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny that the the quietest, well, it means the quietest natural place natural in the place, U.S. Yeah. and the quietest place in the U.S. are in the same fucking state. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And not that far from each other. Not that far from each other yeah. either. That's the other yeah. crazy thing. Like, it's all Western Washington. Yeah. yeah. Wicked, dude. I love it. Yeah. That's great. That's cool. Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. So, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay, what do you have for us? So, what I was going to say is when you're talking about the chamber, the whole quiet chamber, mm-hmm. is that there's the, the anechoic chamber. chamber. Uh, there's a lot of psychological experiments done on people in silence. And in fact, it can be used as torture in mm-hmm. some countries, mm-hmm. along with using high decibel stuff or weird decibel stuff. But um, things that it does to your brain are there's benefits at first, like only up to a certain amount, maybe 15 minutes or so. People's brains will uh, lower their blood pressure, your stress, it decreases cortisol, adrenaline, prevents plaque formation in your arteries. That sounds weird. That's pretty weird just by being in silence. Uh, promotes hormone regulation and boosts your immune system. It boosts your immune it system. It boosts your immune system b- to be in silence. And I wonder if this is why, I know when I go out in nature, like if I go on a hike or something, I feel like I kind of like regenerate my energy a little bit. Is it because of like the stress with all the noise? Yeah. Stress and the stress. Every time sick. we hear noises, our brain constantly has to think about, is that coming from a danger or not? Without us thinking about that. It's all it's like in our the back of our mind. Is this a danger constantly with the fight or flight and you're releasing cortisol stress hormones? Just in case you might have to run, you know, you don't know, which is great. It's good that we have that, but we're constantly under stress with all these sounds. So they actually found in 2013 that two hours of silence can actually grow new brain cells in the hippocampus region that's responsible for learning, remembering, and emotions. And beyond physiological benefits like that, it inspires more creativity, Mm. reflection, self-awareness. And I really like this one. Sensitivity to the flow of life force. So people report when they've been in silence, like when they've been meditating in silence or out in nature where it's at least somewhat silent. It's not silent, but you hear only natural sounds that aren't frightening. Right. Then you actually grow brain cells, which is they don't find many times you do that. I could probably use that. <laughs> I could use a little, uh, you know. I think everybody could, I could use a jolt to that. that. You know what it makes me think of? Is the um oh those uh like saltwater tanks yeah, I was gonna chambers talk a little bit about you can those. float sensory in sensory okay. deprivation yeah yep. sensory deprivation mm-hmm. uh so tanks yeah okay yeah um so people who are sensory deprived so like you were saying in these float tanks or 
people who are really into meditating, like yogis, like uh, monks and yogis that go like up to bear. like to the Himalayas. Mm, steals the picnic. It's pretty dozens. quiet up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boo boo. The uh, picnic. He's definitely yogi bear. Is definitely mm. more connected. Uh, they they report feeling more connected to other life forces and creatures in the universe after they have their treatments. This is like a huge population of the people that say. I feel connected to the rest of everything, which we are. We know we are inherently, but we lose that because of so many different pollutions, whether it's stress from work and doing things that we're not really meant to do. We're all doing stuff we're not meant to do. This is all forced. So anyway, there's there's also a phenomenon that can occur in the absence of sound called musical ear syndrome. Hmm. So when you don't have real sensory ear stimuli, like when you're in that anechoic chamber your brain begins to fill in the blanks as to what it thinks it should be hearing. So that's what you were talking about when you go home from working on the, the boat. Right. Your brain is still trying to figure out why it's not having those sounds because you're still sort of in that situation until you've your brain stops having to fill that in because it realizes, okay, I'm in a different environment now. And about 10% of the population with hearing loss has this musical ear syndrome, and they think that they're going insane at first because they hear all sorts of things that aren't there they'll hear singing they hear all sorts of tunes and melodies and phantom sounds that kind of segues to our next episode on phantoms Mm -hmm. all sorts of different phantoms and i guess the way that you can tell if you have schizophrenia and are going insane versus have musical ear syndrome is schizophrenia you'll actually hear somebody say something to you that's really clear You'll hear a voice that says something, but musical ear syndrome, we just hear sound or people singing. Have you guys ever done hearing tests for like work or whatever? You go in the little box and they put the headphones on mm, you and yeah. you have the button yeah. and it does, it does to- different tones. Uh-uh. I've done it a bunch, what? right? What's oh, that yeah. for? You've never done that? No. It's for work. Oh. Like like a DOT physical, you have to do it. Oh, yeah. Or like a Coast Guard all physical, my work at the you DOT. have to do it. <laughs> well, but, but most, most physicals, oh. I think you have to do it. I don't think I've ever had a physical okay. for work. Well, you put on headphones a lot like these, and they give you a little oh. button, oh. and they put you in a little tiny chamber, and they s- sit on the computer, and they hit fucking play, and then it does different tones of beeps. Yeah. And every time you hear a beep, whatever tone it is, you got to push the button when you hear a fucking beep, and it could be a really low tone, it could be a super high tone, really quiet, and they get louder and quieter, and quieter and quieter and quieter and quieter. And I hear it, and I know I hear it, but I push the button, and then after I'm like, "Did I fucking really totally. hear something or what?" And then yeah. I'll I'll hear tones that aren't actually being played, yeah. and they'll show you your results sometimes. It's cool to look at because it shows you every time you push the button on the little this mm-hmm. like graph, and there'll be a tone, and I push the button, and there'll be a tone, and I push the button, and there'll be a tone, and I push the button. He's sh- he's showing a graph with and his fingers, folks. And then yes, yes. and then it's <laughs> cool. I'll push the button. And there'll be a tone, and I'll push the button. But there is a point where I push the button, and there was no fucking tone. Right. But I swear to God, I heard a <laughs> fucking tone, and it's just it. And that's kind of yeah. yeah. Along My those brain's lines. like, it's wanting to hear the tone, right? Trip. Even if it doesn't hear yeah. the tone. That's like Aaron. So. We've we've had like a sound machine, just like you were saying. We we do a white noise machine, but he is so used to tank whining. I've been watching the baby our monitor. Our t- <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got that teddy bear with the camera in it. In oh, the house. nanny cam. The I nanny was like, cam. why do we have it's a teddy bear? That teddy bear. Yeah. This is weird. The nanny cam. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll be like, Dag! he'll yell at Tank in the middle of the night. I'm like, what are you talking 
Tink's not even it like Tink's snoring on the floor, being a sweet little puppy dog. <laughs> Tink's or Aaron's yell, yelling at Shut him. Shut the and, fuck up! But it's because some <laughs> he's just so used to him whining, and there's a little bit of a kind of a tone in the sound, white noise machine that sort of could sound like that. So oh wow, yeah, he's like mm-hmm. expecting it, so he hears it. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I have a problem with sound machines because this is just my like neurotic mm-hmm. you want to be able to hear i do exactly yeah. i yeah. want to be able to hear if something's happening right. and so if i have a noise machine i might sleep great yeah. through the night but w- i don't want to miss something that is Exciting. like detrimental we, to my safety or also, the kid's safety sure or whatever it's so weird like Jake, i sit in restaurants like so i can see the fucking doors you know what i mean yeah. it's, and it's, it's not fucking, because you're paranoid it's because you're excited <laughs> Yeah. For something to happen. Well, maybe. That's a positive <laughs> way of phrasing it. <laughs> it like, Jake yeah. would nope. love. There has been, I have woken up to Jake on my porch with a shotgun. I don't know how many times, and it's been a deer every time. <laughs> he just can't wait for there to be an intruder. <laughs> and he just wants to get it's his not, guns out. She's not lying. <laughs> like, I hear shit. You like, hear that, creepers out there? I thought yeah. I a creeper. But it is so it's quiet like out here that literally I could hear s- something happening at Lindsay's house from my bedroom. Yeah. And or if I'm on the back deck or something, yeah. When you but you don't live here anymore. Well, you know, you know, now now I live in town and I have a false sense because I feel like there will be a Jake that will (laughs) pop out and murder anybody who tries to intrude. So I can listen to the sound machine. But there's deer here that will literally get up on your front porch. Yeah, and walked on my porch all the time. They did, and and fucking, you're like, what is going on outside? Two in the morning or three in the morning, and and you go down there with a shotgun, thinking you get to get a guy with a 12 gauge rock salt <laughs> shell and, and it's Pepper just above. it's just a deer and you're like god damn it oh, i guess you'll do oh it. so sad don't get to kill anybody today <laughs> shucks no rock salt bro rock salt. i'm gonna kill somebody with rock salt so the negatives so we already talked about what's positive about being in silence but neg- negative things so if you're in silence for longer than 15 minutes or even like we said people can't even stand it for longer than 45 55 minutes not even an hour then people start having extreme anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they're very disoriented and it's to the point where they have no idea where they are or who they are or why they are any of those things. They're so disoriented because it feels like your ears are full. They're, they're filled with water. Like if, if you've been underwater, mm-hmm. like in these sensory mm-hmm. deprivation or even just being in the bathtub or the, ever pool, been in the bathtub or the pool, yeah. you put your ears under and it's quiet, like bathtub, especially because there's nothing else going on and you put them under and you can like, you can hear your neck crack when you move it side to side totally you can hear yourself blink you can hear yourself swallow all that stuff so they start feeling like they're having bizarre thoughts crazy thoughts mm-hmm. hallucinations even and then they get depressed people start crying it's pretty trippy and since there's no reference point like you said there's no reference point for sound they have no they have no visual it's usually dark so you also have nothing to cue you into what's happening exactly yeah it's almost like an auditory illusion instead of an optical illusion. Hmm. And God, this is such an interesting topic. Yeah, it, it really is. is. It is. It's really cool. And it reminds me of Fringe. Have you guys ever watched the show Fringe? I did every, oh, every episode. It's so good. <laughs> every episode. So that's I started what, watching it again like a couple months ago, and I was like, oh, I can't rewatch it. But why, it was such a good why? show. I, yeah. I want to rewatch it so bad. We started to the first episode just is not that good, and then it gets so good. But yeah. uh, Olivia Dunham, the FBI agent in that so good she goes into a sensory deprivation take at one point that's what that's one of the main keys of the show is that walter creates the sensory deprivation tank for her and she's got electrodes all over her they make the water the same temperature of her body 
they like same pH and everything like that. And there's no sound and there's no sight. And they put electrodes on her and she um, goes on psych- psychedelic drugs. I think it's mushrooms or LSD. I can't sure. I can't I think tell. it's LSD. Yeah. It might be LSD. Yeah. And then she enters a different state of consciousness. And then eventually, so she go- starts going into her, uh, her fiance who's in a coma. The other FBI agent. Yeah. yeah. And then, then even after <laughs> he dies, she's able to go into his memories, like through the sensory deprivation mm-hmm. tape. And then eventually to a different dimension, that alternate dimension. So, a lot of people have gone into these sensory deprivation tanks. The guy who actually created them was on a lot of drugs. <laughs> surprise, <Shocking>. surprise. <laughs> and he, he claims that he w- he's been able to be other creatures. He's had other dimension creatures come through the tank, and he's been them or he's been with them and talked to them, and it's really trippy. And a lot of other people, actually. So I really want to try it. If anybody, if any of our listeners have been in one, we'd love to hear your story about yeah. the sensory yeah. deprivation take. And I really want to go in one and check it out and maybe like go to a different dimension. That would freak <laughs> me out. Like, it would? Because, it would freak me out. Yeah? Being a sensory deprivation tank because yeah. like one of the things that makes me feel human and here in this timeline is like sense of touch, sense of smell, mm-hmm. sense of it senses. And being in the sensory deprivation tank, I I don't know if I can handle it. That's like gonna heavy. have to try it. Gonna have to try it. I wonder if What's, there's one in town. There is. It's um. It's I think it's even called Float. It's right down by oh, yeah. um. Right down on the waterfront. By Bellwater. Oh, we should do mm-hmm. one of these days. We should all do it. Yeah. We should go in and do a, like a float together. Date. That'd a float be date. crazy. Like all three. Oh, of, all yeah. float day. Yeah. All of us in one tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. But, uh, <laughs> Now with the I way that Jake's smiling right now. I think one of the senses <laughs> like, would Like, why are you deprived. hard? <laughs> <laughs> it's the saline. It's the saline I, uh, in the water. Aaron's <laughs> scent. <laughs> yeah. That's what Jake That's says. Aaron's scent. <laughs> oh. So the only other thing I had was uh, the sound of silence. The song. Within the sound of silence. By Simon and Garfunkel. Later done by Disturbed, obviously. Some people think that Disturbed wrote that song. That makes me very angry. <laughs> they don't know their history. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. So, Disturbing. Uh, it was a song released in 1965, and we we were debating: is it the sounds of silence or the sound of? It sounds like it's it's just, the sound it's, of silence. It's just the sound of mm-hmm. silence. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure either. And it was released in 1965. It became a smash hit. Obviously, everybody knows that song. Hello, darkness, my own friend. Right, and it actually came from. Art Garfunkel's close friend, Sanford Greenberg. And according to Greenberg, the song was a tribute to the bond and friendship that he and Garfunkel had. And what happened is that they started going to college together at Columbia University. And Garfunkel came over and said hi to him, introduced himself. And eventually they became super close friends, made a pact to always be there for one another. I don't know why they did that. Like, I don't know what friends just say, like, hey, let's make a pact to always be there for one another. But apparently he said that that's what happened. And then a few months later, they were at a baseball game, and Greenberg started saying that his vision was getting fuzzy and cloudy, and then very soon after, he could only see darkness and was totally blind. And the doctors diagnosed him with conjunctivitis, which is just an eye infection, and they said the, the temporary blindness would pass once he's medicated. Never did. Totally blind. Uh, they said that it actually was glaucoma, which is like major pressure in your eye, that if it goes untreated... Your optic nerves are totally shot, and you're going to be blind forever. There's nothing you can do. So if you ever feel like your eyes have a lot of pressure and you're starting to lose your vision, get to a very good eye doctor right away. 
Greenberg, the dude who went blind, obviously got very depressed. Then Garfunkel came to him, talked him back. So he quit. He quit college. He was super depressed. He went blind. He quit college. What am I going to do? Yeah. Garfunkel went to him, talked him into coming back to school, said, I'll help you. And so then he started walking him around everywhere. He took him to classes. They walked around in the city. He did all his paperwork for him. He helped him with his homework. Like he was, he was his Cheater. caretaker basically. And after a while, Garfunkel started calling himself darkness. I don't know. Just, just by saying like, I'm your friend. I'm darkness. Darkness is your friend. I'm your friend. Huh. He started calling himself darkness. They were at Grand Central Station one day at the big bus station. And suddenly he said, Garfunkel said to the blind friend, uh, I got to take off. I have a very important assignment. I'm, I'm leaving you in the middle of this busy bus station. And he'd never been left before. So he freaked out, somehow managed to get himself back to the college and back to wherever they're staying there. And he said it was the worst couple hours of his entire life. And then all of a sudden he bumped into somebody, a guy, and he, and he apologized and it was Garfunkel. And he said, I didn't leave your side. I just wanted you to feel like you had independence and give you a chance to to find your way back to the college on your own. So he kind of stepped back and, and made him do that. And then he started relying on himself after that. And then they graduated college, went their separate ways. And then a couple years later, Greenberg, the blind guy, receives a call from Garfunkel, who's totally broke, says, can I borrow $400 because I want to record an album. He's a really good musician. And Greenberg had $404 in his bank account. And he gave all of the money to Garfunkel without a second thought. He thought it was time to repay the kindness that he'd shown him. The album was a flop, but the song eventually, the following year, rocketed to number one and went on to be obviously super huge careers. And Greenberg set up like a $3 million prize to find a cure for blindness after Garfunkel paid him back for the $400 that he <laughs> that he owed him by paying him, I'm sure, much more than that. That's a wild back. story, man. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Sound of silence. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Hello, darkness, my old friend. That's a good song. <laughs> that is a good, That's song. a good song. I believe that brings us to that moment in the show where we do best part Zen for those who take Can't life think good. Oh, yeah. too, too seriously. seriously. How do you tell when you're out of invisible ink? <laughs> Gosh, I'm always out of invisible ink. Or are you? <laughs> <laughs> no one can tell. <laughs> well, that's it for tonight. Thanks for listening. Uh, we have... Uh, Thanks for listening. Yep. Instagram at the Flask at Hand podcast. Uh, Facebook group and Facebook page, the Flask at Hand podcast. If you're not going to go to the page, go to the group. There's, uh, You can post whatever you want. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of good people. Uh, let's see. The Flitter. You could go to Flitter. Flaskathandpodcast.com <laughs> is our website. Flitter. We mentioned Flask, it Flask Twitter. earlier Flitter. in the show. Flitter. You can go Flitter. there and see our yeah. 1 to 100 scores of all the whiskeys and, and get to uh, AMH Chat. Custom Craft and uh, Funky's Hot Sauce, which is delicious. Hot sauce. Funky's. <laughs> Hot sauce. And that's, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that so how sorry are we? We're sorry. Not really. I'm really sorry. Oh, every time. Uh, but that's shocking coming from you. But we love you. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> we love you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.